Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up folks, missed y'all last week. Let's get to it this week. Good series after good series in the NBA playoffs. I wanted to start with the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. Denver sent Portland home in just six games, four to two. And Jokic performing at an all-time level in the closeout game for Denver on the road. He dropped 36 and just playing good ball. He's got great hands for a big. He gets everyone involved, and that's what great players do. And I must say, the question mark begins for the Portland Trailblazers. I personally think they need to make moves this offseason. They need to get a rim protector, someone who clogs up that paint. Nurk did not impress me this year. I think bigs is what Portland's going to look at. At the guard position, Damon CJ, one of the best backcourts in the NBA, but if you ask me, CJ has to perform better or he should be traded. Dame does what Dame does, and that's get buckets. But great players get others involved. I talk about that week to week on this show. And Dame, he's going to have... 30 to 40 points a night in the postseason, sometimes even more than that. But I want to see his assist numbers go up on the season, 7.5 assists a game. I would like to see that get to 9 or 10. As a point guard in this league, especially with all the attention he draws, he should be able to dish to open shooters and dish inside for dunks and layups. But uh, Portland keeps falling short in this first round. Each year, it seems like, with an exception to one or two years, and Denver advances. And Jokic is doing a whole lot, as I talked about, but all without Jamal Murray. So, so impressive. And I must say, the Nuggets are playing the Phoenix Suns. This week, that series starts, and it's going to be wonderful. As we know, I record on Monday. We release on Tuesday. We have some outstanding games that go off tonight and all throughout the week. Everyone stay up late because the West Coast series are going to be phenomenal. I wanted to jump into Phoenix Suns. Guess what Phoenix did, folks? They sent the defending champs home. And Devin Booker just playing like a superstar. Wet like I'm book, says Drizzy, and I agree as well. 47 points in the closeout game. Phoenix beat the Lakers in six. Of course, AD was not healthy and was unavailable, not on the floor. So something to be said there. And LeBron James, that's too much of a load for him to carry. LeBron was injured for some time this year. He went 41 minutes in the closeout game, but 11 for 26 is not going to do it. 3 for 10 from downtown won't cut it. And the production from, as Shaquille O'Neal says, the others was not good enough. The superstars on each team must play well, but what takes you up and beyond is the others category. For the Lakers, the Dennis Schroeder, the Caldwell Popes of the world. You know, Kyle Kuzma, these guys have to show up. 
show up and show out. You know that. So, you know, I'm really pumped. I really am. Lakers aren't in it, and we know that's going to be different. We know LeBron being sent home in the first round doesn't happen ever. This is the first time, but I think they need to reevaluate their bench. I'm not sure if Morris is the answer. He might need to be traded. Kuz might need to be traded, if you ask me. Wes Matthews was a good piece, but if you ask me, not someone who's going to take you up and beyond. Marcus Gasol didn't get the type of minutes I thought he'd get. Andre Drummond did not play down the stretch. And there's something to be said about that, folks. You know, Drummond thinks he's, you know, part of a big three here with LeBron AD and himself. Frank Vogel didn't put him in the game in game six. So I don't know how happy he is about that. I know I wouldn't be pleased. So the Lakers, I know they just came off a championship, but for them to get back to the top, there's a lot of work needed to be done. And I wanted to move on to a special, special series that we saw unfold. The Clippers beat the Mavericks in Game 7. That was the first and very first home win in this playoff series. Before that, both teams were winning on the road. And there's enough to be said about Luka Doncic, just a phenomenal player. In the closeout Game 7, he had 46-14. and 14. You don't see that often, folks. But the two-headed monster of Kawhi, and PG, although I want Paul George to play a little better, but that's a separate story. Just too much for the Mavericks. I will be honest, Luka needs more help for this team to get over the hump. Porzingis is just not that good of a player, if you ask me. He hasn't figured out his role in the NBA, and Mark Cuban might straight up trade him if he doesn't figure it out pretty soon. I thought Tim Hardaway Jr. played well up until Game 7, and great players do not play poorly. You need to play well in Game 7 if you want to be remembered. I mentioned it two weeks back. The playoffs is for Hall of Famers. The regular season is just for players, and that's a big difference. When you can show up when it matters most, Now that's big time. As Mark Jackson always says, and I repeat it day in and day out, big time players make big time plays. Uh, Advancing to a series I really love in the Eastern Conference, Game 1, the Brooklyn Nets took. Game 2 is airing as I'm speaking with y'all. The Nets took Game 1 despite James Harden leaving in the first minute of the game. And game two, it should be different. We'll see what happens. Kevin Durant and Kyrie are fully capable of winning this series if it's just them two and the supporting cast. But Harden out for game two as well, which is airing now. And we'll see. I mean, Giannis, he's such a, such a talent. But Chris Middleton did not perform in game one. I was watching with my Uncle Paul, and we were both saying great number twos don't have bad games in the postseason. I was going to read a stat to you guys. On Saturday night in game one, Chris Middleton was 6 for 23 from the field, 0 for 5 from beyond the perimeter. That does not cut it. If the Bucks want to beat the Nets, folks, Giannis will, but has to have a great series. But the two I'm worried about is Drew Holiday 
and Chris Middleton must play well. 7 for 19 from Drew is not good enough either. And this is a series Brooke Lopez has to dominate. He's a big fella. He's got to play in the paint more than around the perimeter. I will emphasize that. If I see Brooke shoot too many threes in this series, I'm not going to like what I see. And Coach Bud, one thing I will say about Coach Bud is he plays buddy-buddy. I'm not into that. Coach your guys. Coaches make decisions, not players. I know in this league we're headed in a different direction. You know, you got quiet guys like Coach Bud, like Coach Steve Nash. I like the Tom Thibodeaux of the world. I like Greg Popovich. You know, I like Phil Jackson types. They get on you. They demand greatness. That's what takes your players up and beyond, folks. And another thing I'll mention is I know my fellow New Yorkers did not like to see Trey Young 4-1 us. And when I say 4-1, Atlanta won the series in five, four games to one. But good season for the New York Knicks. Now Atlanta, they already stole game one on the road against Philly. Trey Young ain't messing around, folks. And I mean that. He dropped 35 in the outing with 10 assists. Someone who can score, can shoot from 40 feet out and make a difference dropping a dime here and there. The league is in very good hands with Trey Young and Luka Doncic. Guys that can score. Guys that can facilitate. There's something to be said there. Now, Joel Embiid was not 100% going into Game 1, and he still had 39. I do think Philly still comes out of this series, but I feel it's going to be a long, long series. And a series for the ages. Both well-coached groups that come out and compete with a lot of energy. Diving for loose balls. Hitting open threes. Penetrating and getting to the foul line. In Philadelphia, Doc Rivers, the head coach. This is what he emphasizes. Greatness. And you guys already know that. Really, really good ball. I truly think my prediction was always the Milwaukee Bucks against the LA Clippers in the NBA final. We'll see if that happens. The Nets might take out the Bucks this series, so that prediction could be in the gutter. And getting back to Clippers Jazz, what a series we're about to see. A series that I think can go six or seven. Bold prediction, and don't put me on freezing cold takes if this doesn't go right. I have the LA Clippers beating the Utah Jazz in this series. And why do I say that? Kawhi Leonard. Simple answer is the claw. Mr. Leonard. Someone who plays D, but is an offensive talent. The Utah Jazz, we know what they bring. Rudy Gobert protects that cup. He is someone who makes others nervous when they enter the paint. But Donovan Mitchell, back and healthy. Someone who averaged 26 on the season. Someone who can score. Off the dribble. Take it to the cup. Finish through contact. Open threes, contested threes. Donovan Mitchell's going to be around this league a very, very long time. And uh, there's something to be said there too, folks. That's going to be a heck of a series. Nuggets Suns, we know that's up for grabs the way Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Nikola Jokic. These guys are playing at an all-time level. I was talking to my cousin this weekend. Me and Austin were discussing one thing, and we both agreed. Jokic seems to be a little bit more comfortable when Jamal Murray is not there. It makes sure he is the number one option. Everything goes through him. When you have such a good number two, it breaks up the flow of the offense at times. 
Jokic is able to demand every possession. I like how Mike Malone coaches this group. Nikola Jokic is my MVP, and I hope he is yours too. Just an absolute stunning talent. Someone who thinks he can take Denver to the promised land. And uh, I just cannot wait. And when I say that, I mean it, man. NBA playoffs, fans back in arenas, energy at an all-time level. Man, as a basketball fan, as myself hoping to be the next Mike Breen, you know, being the voice of this podcast just gets me so excited. I was working today 9 to 7, and being able to record here on Monday night, releasing Tuesday is a blessing. This is what I love to do. Being involved in sports is my dream. I am going to chase that. And uh, kind of back to where we're going with this, I think long series for these semifinals games in both conferences. I think some may go the distance. I think defense will beat offense in these next series. Denver Nuggets got to lock down defensively if they want to beat Phoenix. We know the Clippers and the Jazz can both straight up knock it down, but can also defend at a high, high level. No plays off, and that's how they live. And in the East, Philadelphia. We saw it in Game 1, folks. They were down huge, rallied all the way back. They came up just short, but guess what, guys? Effort was out there on the floor. Atlanta made some big-time shots. Bogdanovich hitting a three and then silencing the city of Philadelphia. Playoff games are meant to be won by the team that competes the hardest. Knocking down shots is one thing, but battling through a full-court press, getting everyone involved, everyone touching the basketball around the perimeter, and getting others involved within the paint. I thought Joel Embiid had a little too many jumpers during this game. I want to see him put his head down, make a move. You know, he's good on the post. He's good facing up. He's got a lot of skills as a big. He can draw fouls, get to the free throw line, and knock it down. Very soft hands, shoots off his fingertips as a big. I want Giannis to take notes from that. Giannis at the free throw line is still palming the basketball. Everyone knows basketball 101 is shooting off your fingertips. We know that. That's what makes great shooters. Watch the Larry Bird tapes from way back. Watch Michael Jordan. Watch how Luka Doncic shoots the basketball. Ice Trey. Mr. Trey Young off the fingertips. Steph Curry, the best example this game's ever seen. That's how you shoot the basketball. I always say when you're long and off target, it shows that you are not a shooter, especially from the free throw line. If you miss long, That's not where great free throw shooters miss. Right over the front of the rim, try to swish that thing. Shaquille O'Neal always jokes, he's not a shooter. But if he was in today's league, he'd lock down on it. As we all know, it's a shooter-driven league. I like it this way. I like watching Kevin Durant get buckets, Luka get buckets. I mean, it's a three-point shooting league. It's a league where floaters are common. I like what I'm seeing. I do want more defense down the stretch. I joke with my Uncle Paul about this all the time. He says, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, first team all defense as well. When I bring up the conversation with him, Luka, Trey Young, Steph Curry, these guys exert so much energy on the offensive end. 
defense can sometimes be lackadaisical. He said to me, Jordan, Kobe, T-Mac, no plays off, no possessions off. So I want these young guys to listen to the elders, how the game was played, the history of this game, how it was played, and how it is played today. Biggs used to post and toast back in the day, little baby hook, dunks in the paint. Now they're trying to stretch the floor. They're trying to be able to shoot as well. And uh, there's something to be said about that. I mean, look at all these teams in the postseason going small. Look at the Bucks going small at times. Look at the Nets going small at times. Look at Denver going small at times, playing Jokic at the five. This is a league where even bigs, they can shoot. They can stretch the floor. Jokic, like my boy Kevin Love, although Kevin sat too many games for me to still love him, but I loved him back when he was with Bron and Kyrie. Love and Jokic are two examples of bigs who have good hands. Having soft hands, you don't want to throw it where it's in the paint and, you know, they're turning it over. They got soft hands around the perimeter and in the paint. The NBA is rolling. I get pumped to come home from work and watch double headers of the postseason. I like watching all-stars make that giant leap to superstardom. And that's what Devin Booker's doing. That's what Trey Young is doing. Folks, Chris Paul, LeBron, these veterans have been around the league, but we want to see who's up next. As Drake says, let's see what's about to happen next, okay? Okay? Right? We want to see that. We do. Shout out to my producer, PG. He's out in Hilton Head, still getting the edits done, doing what he does best. We work as a team. We do this on the fly. You'll hear from me next week. The Sunshine State is well. New York City is well. Let's get back to it. Peace and love. You'll hear from me next week. J.D. out. Thank you.